कोई लड़ाई जगह ना वो हर हर वक्त आदमी हिलता रहे मुस्कुराता रहे इंजॉय करता रहे वंडरफुल You know there was no no abuse. There was no violence towards anyone, whether it's a man or a woman. Yeah, it will be ideal, wouldn't it? It would be a dream come true, I suppose. What do them people, you know, do suffer? करते हैं और abusers maybe don't even have a second thought about it. कि उन्होंने किसी पे जुल्म किया है, किसी किसी कोई गलत बात की है, या कोई गलत बात कर रहे हैं. लेकिन people who suffer, yeah. How do they feel? उनके बारे में सोचना चाहिए कि कैसे कैसे उनकी जिंदगी यू नो गुजरती होगी ऑन दी एज ऑल द टाइम वेदर इट्स फाइनेंशली वेदर इट इज इमोशनली और एनी अदर वे रेली मस्ट बी टेरिबल लाइफ एंड यू नो फॉर दैट एक्चुअली रेली वी आर टॉकिंग टू डे मेरे दोस्तों विद जॉन जेम्स इट्स स्पेशल स्पेशल थिंग अबाउट दिस रेली टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस अब्यूज दिस डोमेस्टिक वायलेंस अबाउट on on men and uh, john is uh, there is a book called uh, uh, called uh, out of darkness and uh, he really really talks about ke how he suffered or uh, isne is kitab mein sab kuch likha hai you know from day one how he started and what sort of abuse he went through and all that so mai aise karne laga hu ki sabse pehle hai Fever FM, the number one choice in Leeds. Hello, you're listening to Fever FM, and uh, together we can project me. We have uh, John James, who is the author of uh, From the Darkness. Now, what it is about is um, we're talking about domestic uh, and emotional abuse, and uh, John in this uh, in his book uh, From the Darkness is is uh, uh, written uh, all about this. Uh, let me invite uh, John James. Welcome to Fever FM. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Can you please uh, tell us a bit about yourself? your background and what do you actually do um well i'm john james i'm originally from uh, stoke on trent and now live in malvern um i've worked in care for about 30 years both paid and voluntary uh i was married for 18 years before i met my abuser um and then after that about About two and a half years after uh, the relationship broke up, I met a, a wonderful woman, and now I'm married again. Oh, brilliant, brilliant! Now then, what we are talking about is uh, the abuse. You know, men yeah. suffer from abuse. Mm, really, want to know how common is it? Uh, you know, you often hear about uh, women getting abused in, mm-hmm. you know, in domestic violence and other sorts of abuse. How common is it with the men? It's uh there's about 800,000 men a year in the UK really report domestic abuse a year and a lot of men don't even speak out so the number is a lot higher than that. Mm-hmm. Can you are we able to go in you know your bit of personal details what sort of abuse did you suffer? Um I suffered uh, emotional abuse uh gaslighting which is when somebody uh that she would tell me something or scream at me for some reason 
and then deny she'd said it. Oh, really? So if that happens often enough, you you don't you don't even you're even questioning your reality. Mm. You don't know what's right, what's wrong. You don't know if you've imagined stuff. So that really messes your head up. And um, uh, financial abuse as well. And extremely physically violent. Physically violent as well. Yeah. Yeah. In what ways? Kicking, punching, spitting, threatening to stab me in the eye. Really? Um, I had to take a pair of scissors off at one point. Yeah, so extremely physically violent. Can I just ask, you know, did you give her any reason for this? The, well, I mean, thinking about it after uh, she was abused when she was a, a child, her dad was physically abusive and verbally abusive, her mum was verbally abusive. And um, This is to her? This is her, yeah, when she was young. So I think that's where it comes from. Right. Um, as As putting it down to her abuse when I was going through it, I didn't even know I was being abused. Right. Because I thought it was my fault. Mm. Because that's why I was constantly told, this is your fault, look what you made me do. And eventually, you you just think, oh my God, you know, maybe if I could change, then, then it would stop. But yeah. obviously, it never does, because as soon as you change, they move the goalposts. Really? In, in, you actually changed yourself, you know, way of your thinking or way of doing things to please her, but it still carried on in a different way. Yeah, I mean, in the end, I was really subservient. I was, my head was bowed, my uh, speech was, was low and non-threatening non at all. You know, I never raised my voice and I, I was like, yeah, okay, dear, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do that. And everything she wanted, I, I would try and do. But obviously, when you're in that situation, you do what she wants to do, but it's never the right thing. Mm-hmm. And from your experiences, uh, you've written this uh, book. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much detail do you go in, you know, about your experience in this book? I go into very in-depth detail mm. um, about everything it's very very personal everything from the way she used sex to control me to the violence itself to uh the time when she she kicked me repeatedly in the back mm. and the next day i collapsed at work and i was taken into hospital and i was on crutches for three weeks and off work for five mm. did you ever report her to the authorities at all no because you think it's your fault Mm. You, you think you think you need to change, but after the abuse and after my head had cleared a bit, I did report it to the police. Mm. I mean, you know, how long did this carry on and this abuse uh, before you realised it? It was two, for two years. For two years. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you try to seek any other help, or is there a help available for men in this similar situation? There is. There, there's help. It, there's there's nowhere near as much help is is for women. Um, if you if you find yourself in this situation, you can call Mankind Initiative. You can call Men's Advice Line. Um, I went to my GP. My GPs were the only people who were really really helpful. I didn't know about Mankind Initiative until after it was over. Mm. Um, so I, the GPs were really helpful. What sort of help did they offer you? And you know, did that sort of did that work or that well? They they listened, 
Mm. Uh, that's one thing that the police never did, and nobody else really did. Uh, so they they did listen. Um, I was on medication, four lots of medication, because I had uh, complex PTSD um, and depression. They put me in touch with therapy, so I was in therapy, which helped to the point where it brought out the tears, because I hadn't cried much. But the therapy really got the tears flowing, which was really cathartic. John, you just mentioned that uh, the police didn't help. What do you no. mean? I reported to the. Did, I reported did, it to the. Sorry, go on. Did they not believe you, or? I I offered the police. I gave to the police uh, photos of my flat smashed up by mm. by her, and they said this is evidence of things knocked over. Well, if you saw the photos, <laughs> you wouldn't think it was things knocked over. Um, I offered them. I, I gave them a, a photo of a bite mark on my hand, and they believed my abuser that I had bitten myself. I gave them an 11-minute recording of her verbally abusing me, just screaming abuse at me, and they never bothered with that. Hmm. They didn't investigate it at all. I said to them, you can go and talk to my doctor, you can talk to my therapist, and they didn't bother. Why do you think that is? I think the police need a lot more training in this area. I think they, they see uh, men as the perpetrator and hmm. women as the victim. And I, I, I even offered the police to go and talk to them and go and talk to their officers and tell them about the, the, the male victim side of things, and they didn't take me up on the offer. Oh, so dear. it's just training and ignorance, I think. Mm-hmm. How did you feel, you know, when you went to the police? How did your friends and your family, how did they feel about it when, you know, everything came in open? I was I was shut off from my friends and family because the first time that she, she left, the first time we broke up, they said, never go back again, never do it. And I did go back, as a lot of victims do. Um, so I, I felt embarrassed. I, I didn't feel like I could talk to my friends and family, so they weren't in, in the picture. The police ignoring me, the police not doing anything, sent me spiralling down into self-harm. Really? Um, yeah, it really, uh, it really affected me that the police d- basically didn't believe me, and um, and I, I, yeah, I, uh, I engaged in self harm for quite a while. Did you, did you do any, you know, self harm? Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I wasn't cutting, but I was punching myself in the face regular. Hmm. Um, I was kicking. Uh, table legs without any shoes on knowing that it was knowing that it would cause me extreme pain because the pain is better than nothing was it it just uh, you know this kicking and uh, you know sort of doing these things where you're just describing Uh was it just at the time when she was abusing you or was it uh, you know when she wasn't present or no this is the thing it was after it was after the abuse after Mm. the police had said you know, basically ignored what I what I'd reported. Um, what people don't seem to understand is, and my my mum is a perfect example of this. When the abuse was over, my mum said, "Well, at least she's gone. Everything's okay." But it's not. Hmm. People don't understand the aftermath. The aftermath is probably worse than the abuse. Give us an example or two of that. Uh, well, with with the self harm, the extreme depression, 
the nightmares I was having. I was having regular nightmares of her jumping on top of me and stabbing me. Um, everywhere that I went in my flat, because violence occurred in every single part of my flat. So I would walk in a room and I would actually see myself being ab- being abused. Hmm. It, um, so it was like on a daily basis or occasionally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, extremely frightening. And I felt so, so alone. Hmm. That's... That's a, the, the really awful part of it, is the loneliness. Hmm. So anyway, you know, you obviously, all this, and the, then you come out and you've written a book yeah. all about your experience. Mm-hmm. What made you write the book? The loneliness made me write the book. I, I didn't know anybody, any other man who'd been uh, through this. Hmm. So I just wanted to... to write it, put it out there to see if anybody did read it at all um, and just tell people that men are abused too. And it was very cathartic as well. It got everything out. It was a very, very painful process, but it got everything out of my system. Did it there help you in within yes. your inner self? Yes, speaking yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. What should people do, you know, in similar situation? If they're, if they're in a in a Abusive relationship, do you mean? Mm, mm. Yeah. If, you're, if you know you're in an abusive relationship, obviously, like I said, that I didn't know I was, I was being abused. I thought it was my fault. But if, you, if you're being disrespected, that's abuse. If you're being hit, that's abuse. Anything that contradicts what a loved one should be like mm. is abuse. So get out. Talk to somebody. You know, talking is... is the most important thing in my mind hmm. you need to tell somebody you need that support because it's really difficult to do it on your own you know in a relationship obviously man and wife boyfriend or a girlfriend you have a lot of arguments over a lot of things maybe about food about clothes somebody looking at you in a you know way or whatever sort of thing uh, so you know was it over these arguments or was it you know did it go deeper much deeper i mean oh it it, it was about the smallest tiny tiniest little thing um she could explode if i i went to the pub to watch the football mm. because i wasn't with her so right. she would explode over that if i if she came in from work one day, this happened on many so, occasions. Sorry, can I just just stop you? I mean, you yeah. know, you went to pub on your own with football, uh-huh. with your mates, and you're having a drink. Um, your wife is, you know, girlfriend or wife is at home on their cell, by themselves, not doing anything. And always in their mind is, what is he up to? Is he, you know, doing the right thing? Is he, you know, do you know, class, there's uh, that, you know, feeling for you, emotion for you, love for you? Not when you get abusive messages when you're at the pub, and I used to go on my own as well. Mm. So I didn't have, I haven't got mates who live in this area. My all my mates live off, so I'd go to the pub on my own to watch the watch the football, and I'd get abusive messages. Mm. So no, why, it's not. <laughs> why did you not take her with you? I asked her to go many a time, but she didn't want to go. She oh. didn't like football. She didn't want to go. But I had to do everything that she wanted. And eventually, I stopped going to the football because it was too much hassle. Mm-hmm. So did that improve the situation? Did that no. calm her down? No, <laughs> no, because there's always something else. Mm-hmm. So it was you, you fix one situation and then there's something else. 
Is he, you know, has she had any help towards no. her behaviour? No, because she d she denies that she ever abused me. She's, you know, she's totally in innocent in her head. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. How important do you think it is to, you know, raise um, awareness about uh, this issue, men getting abused? I think it's extremely important because it's still, even now in 2022, it's uh, a very little talked about issue. Um, there's so much attention on female victims, which there should be. There should be. Yes. But there also should be a lot of attention on male victims as well. Mm. You know, so it's it's so important. And there's a lot of apathy even from male victims they, they don't talk out about it. A lot of men don't talk out about it. And we need to keep the conversation going. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you find that, you know, I mean, you did mention there's, uh, there's uh, obviously the police didn't listen to you. There was other couple of organisations you, you mentioned. Is yeah. the help available widely? Is it, you know, do you, do you think... Well, I mean, Mankind Initiative uh, are a, a helpline, but they're only available for a certain amount of time right. from, um, during, during the week. Uh, men's, men's advice line, mm, I'll, I've called them twice. Once was okay and once wasn't okay. Mm. Um, so there's not much help out there. Break the Silence is a new uh, organisation that's just launched um, I don't know what they're like, but um, I know the guy who runs it, and he's a great guy. So, mm. oh, we've had them here actually on Fever FM. Break the silence. Yes, mm -hmm. they seem to be doing good work as well. Yeah. I mean, how does he, you know, as a man, and uh, looking at the fact that there's not that much of his sport available for people like yourself, how do you feel about that? Oh well, the, the, if you look at what help is out there for women. We need so much more for men. There, there's so much out there for, for women and nothing, and oddly anything for men. So we need more organisations, more governmental money needs to be pumped into the organisations that actually exist. So, yeah, we do. We need to act. So can you tell me about your book then? You know, how has it been received it's been received very well, very well indeed. There's a, a refuge that hands my book out to um, the male victims that go to the okay. refuge. Um, I've been to, in 2020, I went to Sweden to talk about my abuse at a university, and they actually used my book as a part of their curriculum. All right. and, and a lot of men have come forward and said, this is my story, I went through this. So, yeah, our book's been very well received. Can you, are you able to, uh, you know, sort of uh, let our listeners know one or two maybe lines out of it which you find interesting, people may find interesting? Would you, would you like me to read some of it? Yes, please, yeah, that would be really <laughs> nice, yeah. She punched me again and again. Then, coming up to, cl coming close to me, she spat in my face. As I recoiled, she attacked me in earnest throwing solid punches into my face and body. She kicked me over and over in my hip and thigh, all the time screaming abuse, most of which was incoherent. I could do little but raise my arms to protect myself, and I'd never received such a sustained attack 
and this from a woman who was supposed to love me. Calm down, I repeated over and over. I tried to hold her, to dampen the rage, but she kicked me in the... <clears throat> and I, forced, I was forced to let go. Hmm. When she hit me, it was with her fist. There was no slapping here. She was strong. She was a little over five feet tall and slim, but Christ, she could throw a punch. Hmm. Oh dear. Did you, you know, react as well, you know, in the in a physical sense? No. All I, could, all I could do was cover cover myself to protect myself. You did not ever attack her or hit her back. You know, how difficult is that to hold back? Men are brought up. It's just in, ingrained in your uh, in your mind that do not hit a woman. Mm. And I think it starts at school. I think we should, instead of do not hit a woman, do not hit anybody. Yeah. W violence against women is wrong. No, violence, full stop, is wrong. And I works, think it should start in schools. Works both ways, really. You know, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people, as you say, who have suffered, uh, you know, from this abuse. How important do you think that it is to unite everyone together and have more organizations coming, you know, to help? It's extremely important. We need equity, not even equality, because men and women need different things, but we need total equity amongst men and women. And we need to protect everybody, hmm. not just women and girls, but men and boys as well. There may be some people, you know, some men who are listening to this and they say, oh, yeah, you know, we sort of relate with that. What advice would you give to them? Uh, get out. <laughs> like I said, talk. Just talk to somebody. Uh, mm. Anybody will listen because it's the most important thing to get it out of your system and talk about it. And, you know, is it easy to recognize or do you have to be told by someone that oh, you are in an abusive relationship? It depends. I know that I know men that have recognized that they're being abused and I know men that were in the same situation as me who thought it was all their fault. A yeah. lot of men think it's their fault, as, as I'm supposed a lot of women do. Okay, finally, uh, uh, John, can you please tell us uh, where, you know, someone can buy a copy of From the Darkness? If you just go onto Amazon and put in From the Darkness, John James, it's there on the paperback and ebook. Thank you very much for giving your time to us and providing us with so much information. <laughs> Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. You have a nice day. At home, in the car. Or at work. This is Fever FM Leeds.